Well, the title of the message tonight is Thankfulness. You know, I don't ask people to give us testimony every time, but I wanted to tonight because I wanted you to already be thinking about thankfulness when we went into this Word. Are you thankful for what God has done? You know, it's not very hard to look around and see things that God has done for you. But sometimes we start to kind of act like a little spoiled child. We start to kind of take God for granted and and kind of expect the blessings. You know, whether we deserve them or not, or whether uh, anything in our life has has put us in a blessable position, we still expect it. We still expect God to be the same way He's always treated us. We just assume He's going to know how we feel about Him too. Now how many of you guys that are married especially, or maybe you not married but you've had a girlfriend, and how many of you know that uh, as long as you love them, that's okay. They don't really need to hear it. That ain't the way it works, is it? No, they want to hear it. They want you to tell them that you love them, that you're thankful for them, that you're glad they do for you in the ways that they do. Well, God is the same way. He wants us to tell Him that we're thankful. And you know, just saying, God, I'm thankful ain't enough. He wants to hear specifics. He wants to know that what you're thankful for. And that tells Him that that not only you're thankful for what He's done, but you are mindful of what He's doing in your life. Turn over to uh, Philippians chapter 4. I've got several scriptures I'm going to read to you tonight. I don't have... I probably will not have you turn to all of them. Uh, honestly, I, I wish I had a way to display uh, what this uh, computer software I have for my Bible study. I wish I could just show you all the numerous scriptures that it pointed to talking about thankfulness. I mean, it, it, you just you can't hardly take the time to read all of them in one sitting. There's just so many, but I picked a few that. I felt impressed by God to share with you, and that's what we're going to do tonight. Uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 says, Be careful for nothing but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. By everything in prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. It didn't say sometimes. It didn't say when you feel like it. It said every time. When you go to God in prayer with thanksgiving. You need to have thankfulness. You need to be aware that God is blessing you in your life. You know, there's many people that could look in their life and they could say, man, I've got a lot of problems. I really don't see much to be thankful for. But I guarantee you, you can always find a reason to thank God. There's always the fact that that you are no longer in bondage to sin if you're a Christian. You've always got that. You can always say, if you can't say nothing else, that God is good and His mercy endures forever. There's always a reason to thank God. Now, I'm not talking about praise tonight. I'm talking about thankfulness. There's a difference. 
offering praise to God is important too. But I'm talking about thankfulness where you thank God for something He has done to you and for you and through your your family and for your life, whatever it may be, offering that thankfulness to Him, letting Him know that you're aware that He's at work in your life. It's not just a matter of saying, God, thank you for being good to me. It's a matter of knowing what He's doing in your life and focusing on it. You know, I've told you before that I started making a list of the blessings that that I see come into my life. And I'm sure I miss some things here and there. But especially the big important things, I try to write them down so I can remember them. Because I want to come back six months or a year later and say, man, God has really been working in my life. Look at this list of stuff I've written down. And I can just go through that list and and begin to thank God for all those things He's done. Psalms 50 and 14 says, Offer unto God thanksgiving. Pay thy vows unto the Most High. Psalms 92, 1 through 2 says, A psalm or, or song for the Sabbath day, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. So praise and thanksgiving should be a big part of our Christian life. Like I told you, there was just Scripture after Scripture after Scripture that talks about thankfulness and thanksgiving. <clears throat> there wouldn't be, it wouldn't be in there so much if it wasn't so important. You know, God doesn't stress something over and over again if it's not crucial if it's not a vital part, if it wasn't that important, He might have mentioned it one time and went on. But over and over again, you hear the servants of God talk about thankfulness and thanksgiving and entering His courts with thanksgiving. It's important in our life. It's important to know where, you know, the old saying is knowing where your bread is buttered. It's important to know where your provision comes from. It's easy to overlook it in our lives a lot of times, but it should be a part of every prayer. Romans six, seventeen through eighteen says, But God be thanked that you were the servants of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. Like I said, if you can't think of nothing else, if everything in your life is just going wrong, you can always say, well, God, thank you at least for, for freeing me from that bondage of sin. I've always got at least that much. You know, I want to challenge you tonight. If you're one of those kind of people that feels like there just ain't really much good in your life, start looking around. Start with that one thing and say, God, thank You for freeing me from the bondage of sin. Thank You for sending Your Son to die on the cross for me. And I guarantee you when you start there, other things are going to start coming to your mind. You're going to start seeing that you've got more than just that one reason to be thankful for God. You're still sucking air on this earth. You still have a, a reason to offer Him thankfulness and praise. Guarantee you, it may, it may look like your life is in terrible shape, like you have 
no good thing to look to. But when you start examining your life, you start to see the times that God has offered up protection. The times that God has provided where there was no way. You've got a reason to be thankful. He is good and His mercy endures forever. You know, we look at our own lives tonight and find all sorts of things we're thankful for. But when was the last time you really tried to convey that to God? You know, it's easy to, whenever your prayer time is, maybe you pray at night before you go to bed or when you get up in the morning or maybe both or whatever. Whatever your ritual is, it may be that it's, you get down on your knees and you start to pray and you say, thank you God for what you've done in my life. But when was the last time you really stopped to examine what He's done recently? When was the last time you, when you went to God in prayer, you said, God, thank you for this particular thing. Thank you for doing this and for doing that. And not only for what He has done, but what, what He's going to do. You know, faith plays a big part in your prayer life. It ought to anyway. When you go to God and you've already been praying for something, it's okay to go ahead and thank Him for it and say, God, thank you for what you're going to do. It's okay to stand on faith every now and then. It's okay to, to look at God and say, God, I thank You that You're going to work in my life even though there ain't much going on right now. I can see that in the future You're coming in. You're going to make changes. You're going to move things out of the way and make a way where there is no way. It's okay to live by faith, people. You may not see evidence of it right now, but it's okay to live by faith. And see what might be coming. It's okay to put your trust in God and believe that He's going to do what He said He'll do. And based on that, it's okay to be thankful for it in advance. Thankfulness is crucial. Let me tell you, God loves to hear His people thank Him for something. Just like any parent loves to hear their kids say thank you. He's the same way. He loves to hear us come to Him and not only just say thank you, but thank you for this and thank you for that. Thank you for doing this. He loves to hear details. Just like you don't go to God and say, God, will you help me somehow? No, you say, God, will you help me in my financial problems? You say, God, will you heal me of this sickness or disease? You ask specific, <clears throat> excuse me, specifically when you go to God. You ask for specific things. Why not thank Him for specific things? Amen. By doing that, you convey to Him that you are aware of what He's doing. You're not just sitting there letting Him do whatever and ignoring it. God loves to bless His people. But you know, you've got to offer up some thanksgiving for what He does. There may come a time when 
you overlook it too much. You know what I've noticed is that when when I offer up thanksgiving, what does it do? It, it humbles me. And when you overlook that thanks, thankfulness and thanksgiving in your life, what, what comes when there's not humbleness? Pride begins to come in. Before you know it, you've got an attitude of, well, I can handle this on my own and I really didn't need God because you're not aware of what He's done in your life. When you haven't examined specific details about what God is doing, it's real easy to start thinking that maybe you did that on your own. Or maybe it's just because you've got good luck or, or something else has helped you in your life besides God. But when you start to examine your life and you see what He's doing and how He's moving and, and all these little things that fall into place, it don't, you don't have any choice but to become humble. To humble yourself before Him. The Word tells us that a prideful spirit comes before a fall. So if you don't want to fall, you need to stay away from pride. Thankfulness is a surefire way to humble yourself. Psalms 104, I've already quoted part of this. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him and bless His name. You know, even Jesus offered thanks for food before He ate it. Even Jesus, when He told us about the Lord's Prayer, talked about thankfulness. He told us that you don't, you don't start and end your prayers without saying something about how good God is. He started off with, Hallowed be Thy name, and He ended up, Thy kingdom come and Thy will be done. He, he was thanking God and praising God. Jesus set the example for us. If it's good enough for Him, it's good enough for me. You know, when you get on the other side of blessing, it's easy to to get kind of comfortable. Did y'all hear what I said? Maybe you hadn't been on that side yet. So you don't know what I'm talking about. But I'm going to tell you all, when you get on the other side of blessing, it's it's almost a dangerous situation. Because you get there and you think, well, I've been blessed. What's the point in going any further? This is a good place I'm in right now. But when you start to examine how God has blessed you, now listen, I want y'all to know that I'm speaking today from experience. I'm speaking from my own faults and my own challenges. But when you get to that point where God has blessed you and you don't offer up some thanksgiving, you open the door for other things to come in. You know, I've kind of made it my own unspoken motto to keep myself blessable. I want to do whatever it takes 
to keep myself in a position that I can be blessed. You know, a lot of Christians don't understand today that that you can get yourself in a place that you're not blessable because God is not going to go against His Word. And when you're living contradictory to what His Word says, He cannot bless you. He is He is 100% truth. And when you go against it, he, He's not going to go against His Word just for you. So I like to keep myself blessable. Now, I don't always do it. Sometimes I get outside of that. But all of us do. But that is my goal in life is to just stay pleasing to God so that I can be blessed. But part of that, I said all that to say this, part of that is is being aware of what God is doing. When you see those blessings, thank Him for them. Don't wait around. Listen, don't, don't waste time because when you open that door for other things to come in, like I said before, before you know it, you're going to start thinking, well, I'm just doing a really good job. I've really worked hard at work, you know. People are starting to see that, see what I'm worth now. People are starting to see that, that I have, I'm a pretty sharp guy. When all along, it's just the favor of God. It's the blessings of God. It's God moving in my life, not for my benefit. Number one, it's because He said He would. Number two, it's for His glory. When you openly... Now listen, this is another part. We've been talking about personal prayer up to this point. But when you openly give thanks to God, when you openly give thanks to God, people are impacted by that. When when something happens in your life and God blesses you, take that opportunity to use it as an example to people you know. There is no better opportunity. You know, one day I went and sat down in one of my friend's offices at work. And I told him, I said, he said, hey, what's going on? I said, I just wanted to come tell you what God is doing in my life. And I sat there for probably 30 minutes, and I'm at work, I know. Y'all can talk to me about that later. But I sat there for 30 minutes probably telling him about how God had just made one thing after another th- other thing happen in my life so He could bless me in one area. And when Listen, this is important. When you see God doing many different things, changing other people's lives just to bless you in one area, you need to write it down. You need to tell some people about it. You need to commit it to memory because before long, all you're going to remember is that one blessing. You're going to forget that all the the rocks and stones He moved in the world to make that happen. When you see God impacting other people to bless you, you need to remember it. You need to make note of it. You know... In the Old Testament times, 
people would often name a place based upon the events that transpired there. Abraham called the place where God provided a ram in place of his son for sacrifice, Jehovah-Jireh. The Lord has provided. I wish we could do that today. You know, people kind of think this is a weird name for a place because it's so long, you know, in English. But I wish we could do that today. And you know, they also named their children based upon things. Those names and those words were used to give thanks to God for a blessing. Whatever it may have been. And because they named a place Jehovah-Jireh, or because they named somebody after a blessing that had occurred, it was remembered. It went on for generations. Listen, people today are still talking about Jehovah-Jireh. People today still remember what happened when Abraham was going to offer up his son because he was obedient to God. Can you think back two years from behind you and, and remember a blessing from God? You might remember one or two. But it's too easy to forget them. It's too easy to overlook all the wonderful things God has done. That's why I want to write them down. I want to remember. I want to look back ten years from now at this list I've got and see, man, in 2008... God was just moving in my life. In, in 2009, He just opened up the windows of heaven. That's faith right there, I'm telling you. <laughs> he just opened up the windows of heaven and poured out a blessing that I couldn't contain. I want to remember those kind of things, not for my own benefit. I want to share them with my kids. And I want them to, you know, especially the big things, I want them to share it with their kids and talk about how God blessed old grandpa. I want them to see that, that God is a God of trust and He's truthful, He's faithful, He will provide where there's a need and He's worthy to be praised and to give thankfulness to. That's what I want them to see. I want to leave a legacy for my kids and their kids. I don't want myself to be exalted and lifted up by it. I want them to see that it's okay to trust and believe in God. That there is a cause worth fighting for. There's a reason that that God is worthy of praise. It's easy to say that phrase. God is worthy of praise. But when you understand that there is a reason that He's worthy, when you can name reason after reason, after reason. It brings it to life. I want you all to go into this week. You know, we don't know what's going to happen over the next couple days. Jerry seems to think we're going to get a couple sprinkles. And Earl seems to think that we all need to get our boats out. So, <laughs> so we don't know what's going to happen. But this is a, the prime opportunity to start waiting for an opportunity to write some stuff down.
to start looking for how God is blessing people and, and moving in their lives and protecting them and keeping them safe. You know, the last time a hurricane come through, we were living in a trailer house and we went over to my mother-in-law's and stayed over there because hers was a little more stable. She, she has a house on a slab. And you know, there was a tree that broke off in the middle of the night and a big huge limb fell and poked two big holes in the house over top of where me and my wife sleep. So you know, there's a reason to be thankful. I can think of time after time after time. Not long after I came here, I almost wiped out in my car. But by the grace of God, there wasn't hardly even a scratch on it. And it was, it, it was so obvious to me, it made, everybody else may have said, oh, well, he just got lucky. No, I'm telling you all, the hand of God guided me into the place I needed to be and kept me safe and protected me. But you look at your life, be thinking this week. You know, I like to even look ahead and think, God, how are you going to bless me? God, I can't wait to see what you're going to do in this situation. You need to be specific. You need to look at things in terms of of those kind of details. You need to say, God... I've got a need, but I just can't wait to see how you're going to move in that need. And when He does, be ready to give Him thanks.